another episode of the Pin Hot Podcast presented by Golf City. We're coming off a great week at Pebble Beach. Looking forward to another great week at, uh, out there at Riviera for some Tiger Golf and some great Twitter fan questions on tap. So let's get into it. As always, I'm joined by Jeek and Trevor here. It's a little bit of a late recording. It's like Tuesday, so we're as even more caught up on the golf world. Crazy week, obviously, at college, and not the good kind of crazy week, academic week. Um, Quick disclaimer, because like, um, like it's been happening. Like Patrick's audio isn't great this week, so like just beware. Like If things yeah. come a little bit, you probably should disclaim that out. Like, don't, usually, don't just turn it off. <laughs> right i mean internet in new york apparently is what i'm hearing is just down so bear with us yeah we're trying so i mean we we can probably just, just get straight into the pebble beach action from this past weekend um i mean it kind of sucks that nick taylor won if i'm being honest <laughs> i mean like, i mean good for him though good for him yeah Good for good for him. It was it was it was good golf to watch. He's playing great golf. Yeah. But look, it, it was just so uneventful when he just kept pulling away from Phil. The only entertainment that we got was like from him collapsing a little bit, but then Phil just simultaneously collapsed even more than he already yeah. was. What if Phil was like two over on Sunday? I think so it was. I mean, Sunday so was like, a tough like, day for everybody. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a tough day, but two. No, he it was. Like, he made. He, he, Phil made a double in the front nine, and like he made a couple bogey, couple more bogeys in the back. Like it's just, it was. It just wasn't like. I think I was watching. Didn't have until it. like the fifteenth hole. I was watching until the fifteenth hole, and I was like, I mean, I had ten dollars on Phil to win it, and like two twenty, so like, I was pretty invested. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're, hedging, you're into the Phil. I was thinking about hedging it with Nick Taylor, but I was like, nah. I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a bad. Like, it was uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, so it was. It was. It was a bad. Um, but congrats to him bad for loss. winning second tournament. I mean, did uh, he, he, he went. He went. Before? Did he? Did he go end to end? Like, didn't he win? Yeah, he, he went he, wire, yeah, to he wire. Was, he went wire, wire to wire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wire to wire. First of all, end to end. Kind of annoying. Wanna know. End to end. If this guy. End to end. If this guy <laughs> on. This guy on Instagram. Said that it wasn't a wire-to-wire finish and tried to tell me what a wire-to-wire finish was is listening, you just you don't know about golf because it was absolutely a wire-to-wire finish. What was he saying? What, what, why was he saying it wasn't wire-to-wire? Um, I'm not going to use names, but um, and uh, he was saying that it wasn't a wire-to-wire finish because um, he was up three to five strokes all day. I'm like, well, I wasn't no, talking that, about Sunday. That, I was talking about the whole tournament. Wire, <laughs> wire to wire is leading after every round. Yep, yeah, and he was. Which he did. He did. So and then he commented on the post from, like, Saturday that said, Phil is leading at Pebble Beach, and don't say we didn't tell you so. He goes, but he was never leading with a facepalm emoji. And I just responded, he was, though, facepalm emoji. <laughs> like... This guy was just dumb. 
He was just confused. He literally was like, like, I don't care if he's tied for the lead. Like, he's in the lead. Like, If you were, like, mistaken and, like, you were doing it in a kind-hearted way, I would not have come back at you with some sass. But, like, sounded like he was trying to hide us, though. Yeah, it sounded like he was trying to hide us. At underscore pornography. I'm calling you out. Oh, you're calling him out now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not to name (laughs) names. Not to name (laughs) names, but Don, Donnie Boyd, Donald... Whatever. Um, <laughs> Speaking Phil, of Phil, yeah. Other so. than other than than Phil, Blatton on Sunday, he had a fantastic week, and he pretty much. I saw a quote that said he pretty much did everything but win. He drove he was, like a stallion, according to him. So he hit he, did, he, did he hit the ball job. very far. He was getting up and down from the most ridiculous places. Yeah, a couple of chippings. Next stanchions like. That was crazy, and obviously this comes right after him saying that he like wants to play into a U.S. Open spot that he's not currently qualified for because he doesn't want like to be handed a sponsor's exemption. Which honestly, right. res- like him saying that, I have a lot of respect for him saying that. Like that he's not just gonna, no, like, I respect going that. Sure. I, I respect that a lot, Cause especially because it's a tournament he hasn't won yet. Like he hasn't won the U.S. Open, so like if he if imagine imagine like. Like, obviously, he'd feel great if he won it, like, even if he wasn't, like, even if he was, like, given a spot in it. But, like, I feel like he would have a little regret, like, okay, I didn't really earn my way into this tournament, and yet I won it. It's like, like, is this, like, I feel like there'd be a little doubt in his mind if he did end up doing that. Right. But I think, this, I think it's cool that he, I think it's cool that he wants to earn a spot. In the, and I think he will. He's, like, 70, he was, like, 72 in the world ranking now. Going or, into this? Was? Or yeah, after. going into this, he was 72. After, oh, so I'm assuming he's, he's probably in the top six by now. I mean, you had to expect he was going to play well this week. I mean, he owns Pebble Beach, like, in these oh, pro-am yeah. tournaments. Like, oh, yeah. he's won it. I think he's won it, like, five times. So, it's like, it wasn't a total hot take to be like, oh, Phil's going to do well this week. Phil, Phil's well, now 55, 55 in the world, by the way. So, as of right now, he's in. We hit the nail right in the coffin when we just, like, talked ourselves in the- him doing well yeah talked ourselves into it yeah <laughs> like at first i was like no nah, no nah, and then i started like listing out the facts i was like oh yeah he's gonna do well so but another guy who did well who's been kind of like on the decline um jordan spieth finished t9 with that at eight under with that uh chip in on the last hole uh that was pretty big for him just like mentally to get it to get a top 10 um, right oh, chipping it in on the last hole especially in a tournament for pretty solid field yeah, good good field. And apparently, he had a new. Um, he's been trying out a new grip, and the fact that he finished T nine at places like Pebble, like with a new grip, means that good things could be coming. I hope I hope good things are coming for him. I so hope we'll so. see him. Yeah. I mean, and it's safe uh, to say um, that um, it was a pro am week, so might as well talk about some amateurs. Uh, it is safe. Larry, Larry, uh, Larry. I mean, Larry that's, Fitzgerald. That's because it was. Larry Fitzgerald yeah. again, winning the pro part. Or, I mean, the amateur part. Uh, I think. No, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, he won the pro start, part. He won the pro part. They, should, they won the pro part. Yeah. No, they should start questioning his handicap because I think they have met like an eight, and he just keeps winning. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that, yeah. that sounds a lot like a sandbagger, which I, I, I you would think Larry Fitzgerald, nicest guy in the world. But kind yeah, of that's kind of questionable. That's incredible, questionable. It's like I feel like 
Why Who's would he do it, partner? though, if he knows he's going to get called out? Who is his partner? Do you know? Um, Streelman. Streelman played well, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, Streelman was like, like uh, he was like three. He, was, he might have even came in second. Did Phil come in third? Yeah, Streelman came in second. So, okay, so that, yeah, I was like, that, say. Could, that could help, that could yeah. help things a lot. Apparently, they're like a dynasty together. They're what? They're like a dynasty together in this tournament. Okay. That makes sense, actually. And then Hovland and Verlander also did well together, which was an interesting combo. I wonder if they knew each other going to this. Hovland played with Verlander? That's kind of cool, actually. I would not have expected that. When I saw that, I was like, wait. I was like, why? I know. You wouldn't think think, think, Verlander would be playing with someone like Rose or DJ or something like that. Well, like Gretzky yeah. played with DJ, but still. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you had Bill Murray just being Bill Murray all night or all yeah. all weekend. Aaron also, uh, did you see though? Did you see that putt where he like putted it yeah. and like did I, he just like so nonchalantly like hit it while it was still moving and like put it right in the hole? Yeah, he was. He, 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 yeah, he was, I was he, taking notes on that one. He was he he wasn't even looking at the hole when he did it, and then he just walks off the green, like flicks his putter up in there, and just like walks off, and like like it was nothing. That's just classic Bill Murray. Oh yeah, he was just, he's such a troll. He is such a troll. He always is, but I love him. Yeah. Um. And like Tony Romo got a lot of TV time. Of course. <laughs> always cool. does. Especially. Yeah, I mean, it's it kind of funny this year. I didn't funny. See... It was kind of funny seeing him like. Like, they would give him a lot of TV time, and he'd be, like, in bunkers and stuff and, like, having, like, save. Like, there was one he was in a bunker, and he, like, hit one from one bunker to another bunker. But then he just, like, chipped out close and put it in as just a par. And you're like, oh, well, that's, like, that's like the common golfer's way of getting a par as opposed to, like, a professional getting a par is, like, missing a putt. Yeah. So yeah. I just it was just kind of funny, like, seeing it that way. Also, the broadcast is on, like, CBS on Sunday, so I feel like they're just, like... Put Tony Romo on, on there as little uh, self-advertising. Self, self right. Can we talk about how annoying it is that, like, on, um, on like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, pretty much, or at least Thursday, Friday, there's just no golf coverage until 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah. You that have is, to get I NBC Sports no. Gold Yeah. So watch, like, the actual golf. If coverage. I'm a retired man, which is a lot of a lot of the golf fandom out there, I'm pissed about this. Even though, like, I have NBC Sports Golden shit and I watch, but like, <laughs> I I don't, so I can't. I have to like Reddit stream it. Yes. Yeah, so it's just complaining so about it, even though you, even yeah. though you have it. But they don't show. They show like featured groups. And yeah, the, the featured, fe- featured groups, groups were like terrible. Yeah. I forget who it was on the first day, but I was literally like. What is going on here that we're watching? It's also, it's also just like, like, it's like what, what else is gonna be what else is gonna be on the golf channel at like 10 a.m. on a Thursday? Exactly. You know? Like what else? They're gonna put like replays of like other tournaments. Like why don't you just put the live like, golf? On. Yeah, the one that's on. Exactly. Yeah. I don't get that. Um, and also, then we also had Rory. Um, so then we had Rory over. He overtook Kepka as the world number one, which. I mean, not surprised. I, I feel like whenever that happens, like I don't really consider it a big deal. I don't know. It's, it's like weird though, because because neither of them played this week, yet Rory got to world number one. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't. How's that happen? I don't really know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> did, did like did Rory have a better range test or, or something? I don't know. 
I don't. I, I, I guess. I guess. I guess they're checking him out on the range. <laughs> I, 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 I found that. I found that pretty interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's pretty minor news until they start actually playing in the same tournaments. So. Yeah. No. And like yeah. in Florida, Florida swimming and the players. Is Capco? Is Capco not playing? Capco's in the Capco's in the field this week. Yeah. As I say so. We'll see who if they blow up after this week or something. Um. So yeah, that'll that'll be an interesting little thing, little storyline to follow this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had the LGA cancel two events due to the coronavirus. Definitely not good. Nope, not good Definitely. at all. I think it was the uh, it was the Honda LPGA Thailand scheduled for February twentieth through twenty third, yeah. and then the HPC Women's World Cha- World Championship was scheduled for for, for uh, t- February twenty seventh through March first in Singapore, and they both canceled both events. I was going to say, I feel like the LPGA is big in, like, you know, Southeast Asia, Asia in general. Like, like I feel like, you know, I feel, I feel like it's it's pretty, it's bigger there than it is in men's golf as of right now. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, Chef, but, like, so it, it makes sense that it's affecting them more now. But also, I feel like if this was during the winter when Tiger was over at the Zona, Zozo, then it would have been even worse. It would have been oh, worse definitely. then, too. They probably yeah, yeah. they probably would have canceled it and like the entire wouldn't have gotten that win either, which is would have been crazy. Would have been um, bad for sure. Yeah. Thank God the, the thank God the President's Cup wasn't in uh, like Asia either. Oh, that, that'd like, be terrible. Been, like, been, like because they've had it in like South I mean Korea it's terrible. Like that. Everybody terrible playing with like those PGA masks tour, on. Too. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everyone playing with like masks. Yeah, and, like, you have to wear those like medical masks. Like yeah. you go over there and wear like yeah, a full weird. like body suit. That'd be really weird. <laughs> that would be a great look. I mean, it's terrible for the LPGA Tour, too. I mean, it completely disrupts the season. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I wonder if they could, like, find, like, another place to play. I don't know. Like, just, like, uh, on such short notice. I mean, like, so I don't know how, many, how much people are going to open every year. The stands yeah, are all up. Like, who, like, people are, like, travel plans. Like, it's like not, e- not, even not, like, not even, like, to, like, for spectators, like, to watch and stuff, but just, like, just so they could play. I get that. Yeah, like, like, it disrupts think, their season. Mm-hmm. But who, what? What? I don't know. I don't know who would ho- want to host like something like that. Uh, like Silvermine, Silvermine Golf Club in Nor- Norwalk, Connecticut. Is oh, open. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude, people would be course. shooting like, what would Tiger I mean, the shoot on a Sunday in his red in his red, at Silvermine <laughs> Golf Course on the chips. Fifty-two. <laughs> yeah, probably break the course record. <laughs> well, I mean, like. I'm trying to think. He wouldn't. He he, he he would never. He would never have to hit driver. If he did, he'd probably hit like perfectly on the green. Like it. Like it's possible. Don't 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 at me. It's possible he doesn't birdie one. Yeah, the ones ones could be not birdie. Two he'll hit on the green. Two he'll yeah he might eagle two. Three, <laughs> three, three, he'll, three three he'll make birdie. Four he'll probably hit like on the green or like close to it make birdie. Birdie. Five. Five. Uh, birdie. I mean, this is bad. Six is six is probably a par. Seven, uh, seven's a birdie. Seven's probably birdie. an eagle. Eight's also an eagle. Eight's also eagle. Nine's eagle. Five's maybe like even like better. Ten's eagle. we don't need to keep going. It's just like it's like we don't need to keep going. But like, yeah. I I would honestly expect him to shoot like 16 under. 
What's the what's the power of the course again? Seventy. Yeah. Yeah, he would shoot. I bet he would shoot. Fifty-five. Because the course record is in the fifties. He would yeah, shoot it's like a fifty-nine or fifty-eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I'd love to see them play play a golf tournament at a, at a course like. Yeah, just like a public that. course or like an easy course. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. It wouldn't. It wouldn't decide who's a who's a good who's the better player. I can tell you. Wow. No, like, but like like for the fans, it'd be so but... much like it'd be so much fun to watch. Just go out and like watch those guys. Just like, Drive I mean, the actually, I, actually, actually, I don't know because like I, I feel like we all love Carnage. Oh yeah, I, I do. Love I, Carnage. But I, I guess I guess watching them play oh, oh, like, a would... course like Silvermine or like a course that we played before like at several times would be really cool to watch. Yeah, I mean that would kind of happen with Beth Page. A little bit. That's true. We only played it once, but yeah. And this summer, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be at uh the US Open is gonna be at Wingfoot, which is gonna be crazy carnage. Yeah, which I love. So can't can't wait for that. It's gonna be like um, five awesome. over winner. The, yeah. the last time was a five over winner. Mm-hmm. I know. I love I love that. I'm I can't wait for the we'll US see. Yeah. But yeah, moving on, just one more bit of news before we move on to the Twitter fan questions. Daniel Berger is using his irons from high school um, because he is a free agent. I, I saw him. this actually like earlier in the week that he just bought every set he could find of, of it. Um, it's like tailor-made, like 2011 something. Yeah. Like tailor-made. So every, he's, like, just, like, going, he's just going on eBay and he's buying all the sets because like if one club just like gets too old, he could just replace it with another one. Exactly. And apparently, so this is the reason he's using them is because... Uh, like back in the day, he used to have like sets of these clubs, like before he was signed with a contract or whatever. And um, he found in his in the back of his garage, he found a set of these clubs, just like fully unused and unpackaged and stuff, just like sitting there. So he just took them out, un- unpackaged them, like started hitting them, and like that's what he's been. That's what he used last week at the pro am. Um, I think that's I don't so know. cool. And I'm like whatever. I mean, he'll, he's a good enough golfer. He'll get a like a a contract soon. But like it's at the point like we're at the point in the year where guys are like their contracts are up and they're actively looking for new like sponsorships yeah. so yeah. i think i think uh, like charles Schwartzel or whatever his name is uh he same same situation he's using like very old clubs right now just because he's in between contracts so i think probably that's like, he, like, cool. like that was probably like, those are probably like definitely his like favorite clubs because like there's another reason why i'd be using them but I just I just think it's cool. I was going back to like his roots, kind of, and just using like his old clubs. And like, I, I, like it's just fun. Like I heard that Schwartzel was like, he was drilling holes in like his old clubs because he wanted like to shift the weight or something like that. So he's like custom Jeez. making his own clubs. So that's, that's that was kind of funny. But yeah, it's kind of interesting to see guys who are like in between contracts, like still having to play these events. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on to the Twitter fan questions. Um, this first one is um, Jay Jaklinski, and it's actually going to end up kind of being a part three for us. And he said, what's your favorite golf memory, either on the course or watching on TV? Um, and does, does he mean, like, us playing on the course or, like, at a tournament? I'm going to say, like, uh, us, like, both, both. like, watching a tournament, maybe. Well, no, his yeah. his his question was like was like uh, was both. either our personal experiences or uh, like watching on TV. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm just so, yeah. gonna go with like TV first. Okay, so you can you guys can start. I mean, I'll go for, I'll, I'll go first. Go I'll go with Tiger Wayne Masters. That's a good one. 
Yeah, it's just, it's just classic. Self-explanatory. Recency like, bias too. Yeah, but like, like that's you, honestly no other memory that can like I, I can't that I can think of watching on TV that can that can beat that ever. So let's go with a let's go with an on the course memory then because I feel like all three of us are. Our best memory is definitely watching Tiger win the I Masters. I mean, I will say that I, a good memory of mine was Jordan Spieth at the Open, like when he was like behind that, yeah, like out of bounds. Oh, I, and also, that was a the other crazy, reason. That was, other reason, that was crazy. First of all, that, that was, was crazy and great. But the other crazy. reason, the other reason why I'm gonna say that one is because I was actually at a Mets game. <laughs> And uh, already been over. I was in a box. Yeah, we went over this. I was at a Mets it's game. It's Vito's birthday. And it was during, it was during, uh, during a rain delay. So. Like and that was just like going on during the rain delay and we were like that's trying a pretty, to that's a pretty good place to, to watch that. Yeah. So yeah. That's why I would say that one. Well, I mean, I feel like mine's uh, those are definitely probably like no joke my top two. So on the course. I had one earlier that was in my mind. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I feel like our round at Harbortown, I don't know if it's a singular shot. As much as it is, like the whole day was just like it's like the experience. Yeah, one of, that, was, that was really really cool. Both on and off the course was one of the more wild days I've ever had in my life. Just a gr- <laughs> great great time, just fantastic golf golf trip. Also, <laughs> that day was one, just one of the one of the longest days in my life. Yeah, that's for oh, sure. Yeah, too. very long. When did that day end? Uh, 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, that was. That day, that day, we had like a 10 a.m. tea time too. We had like. We had the, the, the like, next day, and the next day, we like, I don't think anyone like talked the whole round. I'm pretty sure, like, like oh, we, no. we, just, we we just could not. We were just like so done with that. I was playing like shit too. Like, yeah. I started picking up Bro. on holes, and like I never pick up on holes. We had like, we had like, uh, like a 9:45 tea time. Yeah, we're 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 playing like absolute like we're playing like we're playing terrible. It's like cloudy. It's not the best weather. We're not. We're not happy. We're not. We're like hungry. We're hungover. Heads hurt. Like it's. It was just for the last. Like for the day it was the day before it was worth it. But for like that day it was like it was just. We just did not want to be there. Oh my god. I was totally feeling myself on Harbor Town too. Like I like on 17. I like hit the stands and I'm still like yes. I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm doing sick. (laughs) That no. That was. it, It was really cool. I think. I don't know how. Like. I don't know if, if Ronnie's show is PG, but like his his shows are all about like good stories. If we told that story on his show, just how that day progressed, I don't know if I'd want to tell the whole thing to be honest. Well, probably but like, not the no. whole thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we. Yeah. But but it'd be I, a great. It'd be it'd be a great story. Honestly, that story that story could probably take up like half like half an episode if we decided to tell it. I think we should go on Ronnie's show. Time. I think we should go on our show. Maybe this it has to be like in in person type of thing. Yeah, yeah. telling that story. Oh, what a, I mean, like we should probably if we're not gonna actually tell it, we might as well move on from it. But yeah, favorite golf memory that day out at Harbortown Golf Links where the RPC Heritage just played. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's our mini mini par three, like a like a hundred hundred yard par three at Pebble Beach. Yeah. Par three. Little, little Tiger versus um, par three. Yes. Oh my God, that's that was a great part three. <laughs> uh, so this one's from Chef Boy RD, which is just first of all great name. Shout out to Dan, Danny Villeneuve. 
Yeah, and by the way, that TV. Chef Boyard, <laughs> Chef Boyard Dave. Oh yeah. Anyway, said, what is the most satisfying shot that you can hit with the most consistency? Oh. God. That's a good question. Who wants to Who wants to go first? I mean, a stinger like off the tee every time. Like if you could just consistently just, just nail a stinger every well, time. Can you get, Can you hit that shot though, Chief? No, he's no. I'm saying like what like uh, if you could. You misinterpreted the question. I did or he did. I mean, you could interpret it either way. I think. Oh yeah. I think I think what I think I'm saying. From what I thought you were saying. From what I thought saying, you were saying. I can't hit. I can't. I can't hit any shot consistently. So like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I yeah. mean, stinger. Stinger. Me stinger is like really like it's like. That's it. That's just perfect, pretty much. But like, I used to consistently have the same exact slice on every single ball, but now did. I don't. No, now I don't. So like, it's harder at the fairways now because it's not as consistent. I don't know where to aim. I'm gonna see my my fair my sas- most satisfying shots. I'm like, I'm not I'm not the best at driving the ball, but like when I do hit a good drive, it's like a little like right to left like right to left draw and like that like. That is insane and satisfying when I hit that shot. Like, right in the I, mean, I would say it's satisfying when I just like crush a hybrid because like that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'd say or, that's or, or me. Anytime, with or anytime you just stick, anytime you just stick a wedge or something, that's also satisfying. There's a lot mm-hmm. of satisfying shots. You can probably test. So my best shot in my bag is probably when I crush my three hybrid, my three uh, wood. Yeah. Because sometimes I hit that thing so straight and I hit it like. As far as far as my like furthest driver goes, sometimes maybe not anymore, but I used to. I don't know. It's just I I usually sometimes hit the things pure, but then other times yeah, so, sometimes I just sometimes I can hit my three hybrid further than my driver. It just happens. The, the <laughs> consistency is, is is the thing here. Like he used the word consistent, and me and Jeek are anything but. <laughs> well, I thought I thought I inter so I interpreted the question as like. If you could, like, what would be the most satisfying? Yeah, which, which you, you're right, you can see that. The stinger is like stands up there, like a, like a bombing, like a bomb of drive. Ten yard drive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a pure, like honestly, like, a pure, is, like even just like a pure, uh, like absolutely pure iron, like, like yeah. it feels so nice. Yeah, iron, like there's nothing better. There's nothing. There's no better feeling. Like you picked up like the perfect amount of grass on the way through. It feels oh my. God. And like like a nice like easy. Like shot, yeah. Yeah. I cured my driver absolutely, probably as good as I could hit it onto the green on silver mine on, on like short par four, the mm-hmm. down, like kind of downhill one, and I had like a about like twenty foot eagle putt, but I missed it of course. <laughs> I get hey, that. Like, I get. To, I get to that green with a three hybrid. You have. Yeah. You I'm don't saying, like I can. You you have once. I've done a couple times. I just never make putts, so like, it's always like a long one too. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So that does it for the Twitter fan questions this week. But oh, actually, here's something that's just off the top of my head that that I saw asked not specifically to us, but just in general. This Mar- guy named Marty Fish. He used to be a good tennis player. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, mm-hmm. but he asked like some somebody or maybe just the general public. I LPGA and the PGA don't do a joint tournament where the LPGA plays some shorter tees. I mean, why not? I mean, this it'd be like a pro like the pro am format, right? 
So like the LPGA well, not like, for... winner, the PGA winner, and then like you could pair together a PGA Pro and an LPGA Pro for like like one of the they could be a winner. Well, I'm saying though because like there are definitely LPGA women that can beat men just like have that like obviously like that fair distance. Well, yeah, no, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. Just find a way to make it as fair as possible, like in terms of like, tees. Like you can't make the tees too short, but you can't make them. T- you have to find like the perfect distance to make the tees. Yeah. So we all talk about find find the the good in between. The good in between. I feel like it would take some some like uh, trial and error because oh, no, you I, don't I, want that because you you don't want it, that to happen. And the men just absolutely crush the woman, or the woman absolutely crush the men. Well, that, that's why I think either way, I think be, you can't well, if you, you just. If you, you just set it like up that. at the like pro am, like you know how the yeah. pro am set up, where it's like you have the amateurs and the pros, and then you like pair two of them together. That's know, why I you're not. Like no, but that's why it could just stay. Them. It could just stay during like their season, right? It could just be like an event in the season. That's a, a PG, LPGA event in the season. It's a PGA event in the season. And, like whoever wins the LPGA like part wins an LPGA event, and the PGA wins a PGA. Because if you're doing I, it yeah, the way where it's adverse woman, like that's not an event. That's just like a that's like a celebrity round of golf, like. There's nothing to win. I'm just playing here. I feel like people would say that that's demeaning that they want it to be like a pro am. I, 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 I mean, it's, it's just like there's a winner from each side. So well, like, you know how people are. Winner. I mean, that'd be dumb. I mean, it'd be cool to have like a like if Tiger Woods was like paired up with Lexi Thompson and they like were like a group and like that but they won imagine, that part of the you, tournament you, you can also like i don't understand why you say like there's nothing to win because if they're paired it's like if say if they're say it's the final two final group and it's them two in the final group like yeah they might be on different tees but like they might, maybe they're playing for like maybe they're at the same like level under par and they're like on the last hole and, like guess, tigers and his red and like they're not, playing for like, the same it title doesn't get, it doesn't get you any like fedex cup points like why wouldn't it they, they, oh, could, they can make they can make a whole because well, no but they can make a whole they can make a whole like they they can make a whole like they they can make it a whole like like separately you're a separate tournament for yeah, it or like even like, or even like a separate tour for it if they wanted to. I'm just saying if, like, if it was I, gonna happen, would be, that'd be way too much. Like that'd be too much golf almost. Yeah. Like you can make this like literally like like I'm just using the Honda Classic as something, but the Honda Classic could be this every year where like um it's the woman and the men and like the men there's a men's tournament and a women's tournament. And it's just part of their schedules. But then it's also they have the like pro like the the teams together like the pro am. Like that would make that's not what the guy the was sense. asking. No, that's not. No, he was saying like they're saying they're playing the same tournament for the same prize. For this, yeah. Like they're like, like it's like it, it'd be the it's same as just like Tiger. Discounting. Ti- yeah, yeah, I understand. I just it's don't think it's 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 like it's the same Tiger and Lexi Thompson coming down eighteen ties it would be the same thing as Tiger and Rory coming down eighteen ties. This be like, I, don't, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think that's that would, what like, me and Trevor are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that I could mean, realistically happen. It's just it, a, it could, a tournament it. in both of their schedules. Well, I'm just saying, like my idea, like seems like it would be something that you could like institute tomorrow, like if you wanted. You could institute it tomorrow for this too. You literally yeah. just make it. it. You just can't get. It's not, make it. It wouldn't be a PGA Tour event because like if it, if it doesn't have to be a PGA Tour event, it, like it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, we never said it had to be a PGA Tour event. It just had to be, like, an event. I'm just saying, logistically, for the schedule, it wouldn't, like, you wouldn't get anyone to play in that event because, I mean, maybe you're winning money, sure, but, like, it's not. It's, no, but, it's, but it doesn't matter if it's a PGA Tour event. 
I guess, but like you can't. Why would like you, you can you can make it like a like you make this like a, an event like it like doesn't have to be like like called like on the it like, doesn't have to be like like a like a FedEx. Yeah, but I'm saying like when would when would they play that event? Oh, well, I'm not I'm not saying like tomorrow. I'm saying they could like if they were saying like this they year. To, if, if they wanted to figure it out, they probably could figure it out. If they're playing like similar courses, like say they're both playing Florida at the same time, why don't they like 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 probably it's not gonna happen, but like why don't they just like bring them down to like this other like course and like they play the same course? Take the teams. Zurich Open, take the Zurich Open and just throw it out because that tournament sucks. But like, would you be able to get like sponsorships to like pay money? Because players play for the one money. million percent. <laughs> yeah, one it, million percent. Because also the same and, time, and it's like it's like the same thing have... logistically. You couldn't you know the, you couldn't have positive. You, you also you, you also couldn't have like all of the P, like every single PGA Tour player that was gonna play in that event because like mm. that's that's too many players and like so you had to have like the best PGA Tour players that are gonna be in that event and the best mm. LPGA Tour players. Yeah, I don't, so I don't like, know why we're getting into this anyway, but, I, but like you would hate to like like you said earlier like you would hate to see it if like like the men just came in like one through like fifty and then like the women just like finished like all got cut. Like that's why that event like will never happen. Yeah, we're saying, we're saying figure it out. Uh, yeah, they're saying we're yeah oh, we're, also, we're saying, we're saying it, it could be a possibility. Sponsors would be lining up for that. Do you know the positive image transfer that comes with like be, being a part of the first men yeah, and women like a, tournament? It's like, a, it's like a groundbreaking kind of thing. Everyone would want a piece of that. I guess because that's that, that's like that's literally the, one of the first like sports that'd be able to integrate like men and women competing against each other like in the same, at the same time. All right, that was our first like first take type type, type argument. <laughs> and uh, I yeah, still it really was. <laughs> Just people like trying to like get in the word. It's good. There's like a bunch like, of there's like a couple sides of it, you know. We needed a moderator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we where's, really did. Where's the uh, where's the uh, Kelly that we that we need? Yeah, yeah. Right. Is, is our is our name on the show Kelly on first take? Um, or Molly? I think it's Molly. Molly, Molly. Yeah, it's Molly. It's Molly. Molly. Yeah, we need her. Right. We need Molly. Right. Well, as always, we got the Genesis open. Before we get into the, to the course preview, obviously Tiger's back. Fields down to 120 players. This year uh, we were looking through like who's playing. It's absolutely insane. Like it all. Yeah, it's stacked. I mean, I'm not gonna say it looks like a major, but like it, it looks like a major of a smaller team. It's like it's a stacked field. So. And it's like an that, it's an invitational now. Tiger yeah. gets to invite. So. Precisely. So let's get into the course preview with correspondent Gregory Catalano. Thank you. All right. So we have the course preview this week. We're at Riviera Country Club. Uh, familiar on the tour because it's on the tour every year. Um, par 71, 7,322 yards and Poa Greens. Um, it is an interesting setup of a course. There's like, there's two of, like, first of all, there's two of the shortest par fives you'll ever see on tour. Like, just in general, like, there's two very short par fives. And there's one, like, mini par four that's like an eagle hole, number 10. Um, like, very short par four. But then, since there's two short par fives and one short par four, um, the rest of the par fours on the course, so seven <laughs> other par fours, are over 450 yards, which means long iron play is going to be important this week. 
Um, just like right. in the past, Riviera is a pretty good golf course for lefties, just like the setup. And like lefties that do well at the Masters also do well at Riviera. So that's just something to look at. Um, yeah, important stats, uh, strokes game, ball striking. Um, very short fairways and or very narrow fairways this week. So ball striking is going to be very important. Um, driving distance gain is also another one because, like I said, those very long par fours. So you want to get down there so you have some shorter irons in. And like par fours gain 450 to 500 yards. Same reason. And then strokes gained around the green because a lot of people are going to be missing greens this week. So you have to save some strokes around the green. Um, short game. That means short game is going to play a big factor this week. Um, and just like another stat to put out there, since 2011, Riviera is ranked as the toughest course putting from three to five feet in the past nine seasons. So, um, yeah, a lot of interesting facts this week, a lot of history at this course. So should be a good one. And there you have it. The course review. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into the DFS picks. Who wants to go first? I'm probably going to go last again and mess up the snake draft again. But, All right. Uh, I'll, 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 or Trev, go first. I'll go first. Uh, my first pick will be I'll do uh, Tony Finau, uh, 215 last year at the Genesis Open. Almost won in Phoenix uh, a couple weeks ago. Obviously, he was, like, he was very that close to winning for the second time in his, uh, on, his, on tour. Uh, and he's top 10 in the field in driving distance uh, and top 20 on tour in driving distance. So he, and you know he hits the ball far. Also, he's seventh in strokes gained around the green, uh, which, as Jake said, it's like driving distance and strokes gained around the green is our important stats. And he, you know, you know Tony. He he always hangs around. He's always like top ten, top CEO. Like he's he's, he's he's just he's like he has like all those top tens like in like twenty eight or something like that in the last like three years. Like he's he'll 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 be around on Sunday. He's I also think. just hot like recently like. Yeah, he, he, he has, has a, been, he has he a second, and he has like a, a T6, I think. So in his last year, he, he, he already has three top tens this year, including yeah. a second place. What should have been, what like probably should have been a win for him, but a second place finish. Yeah, I'm gonna say Tony Finau is never a bad pick in DraftKings. Doesn't matter no, what tournament. Never. And with with the field so strong, his price is not as high as it could be if it was a different tournament. So I think it's a good value. Yeah. All right. So I'll go now. So. I'm going to go Sunjay M because every tournament that he plays in, one of us has to pick him because he's going to win this year. Also, just like looking at the field this week, like I said, it's a very stacked field, which means his salary isn't that high. He's only at 8,000 this week. Um, he has three top tens this year. Like I said, he's bound to win on tour. And he like he's top 10 in ball striking, so he's pretty good ball striker. Not like the best, but um, could get hot ball striking. And uh, he's top 20 in strokes gain total, and he's just solid. So... Um, he usually plays pretty well, and like I said, he's bound to win a tournament this year, so I'm sure one of us is going to pick him, as long as the salary is not too high. Um, one, is, one of us will pick him every week until he wins, so this could be that week. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he's, he's got to win a tough one. He's got to. He is, um, definitely. So my first one, I'm going to go with Hideki Matsuyama. It's kind of like that, like that, Nine thousand salary person that you can maybe pair with with, a, with even a, a better like top top guy that you think might win. Um, I mean, he, his past five starts he's been T twenty three, T four, T eleven. Uh, he's had he's a top nine there. He missed one cut in there, but 
Um, he's been pretty solid like all year. People were saying that like the top 15 at, at uh, um, the what well, TPC Scott's waste management. Oh, it was like a bad um, was a bad finish. Which I mean, anytime you can not play like even your best golf and come top 15, you're playing pretty well. Um, so I think he's gonna have a pretty good week. Have a really good week here at uh, at Riviera. Um, then with my second one, I was thinking about I was pondering Brooks Kepka because I mean driving distance obviously he's gonna be up there. He might be number one. Yeah, you never Brooks know. Kepka. Um, I mean he's Brooks Kepka. A little but, rusty though. I feel like. Yeah, I was gonna say we haven't seen him play enough. I mean no. he has been playing in Europe. Yeah, he has. But like, I, I still, like with this type of field, I don't know how you don't know how he's gonna do. Yes, that's why I'm gonna go with with Cameron Champ. I mean, he had a T six, he had a solo sixteen at the Farmers Insurance. He had a twenty, he was twenty one, American Express fourteen at Century Tournament Champions, um, and he's just been playing really good golf and as as well as like hitting the ball, obviously very far, which is pretty good uh, stat this week. So I feel like, you know, you got one of you picked him a couple. Yeah, weeks I had ago. him. So I had him, had him a couple weeks ago, and it was like similar, like where driving distance and long iron play was like what you needed, and that's another. This is another week, so like that's not a bad pick at all. So yeah, I think I think Cameron Champ's gonna do well. All right, so that puts me again, and my second pick. I'm gonna take a sleeper this week. Uh, I'm gonna go Carlos Ortiz um, at 6,800, which is like nothing. Um, so he has never finished T26 at the Genesis in like a couple starts. So like T26 is not bad at all. Um, he like seems to score well in longer par fours, and there's seven of them this week. So like that's a lot of like scoring that could potentially ha- could potentially happen. He's 26 in par fours, 450 to 500 yards. So that's like that's not awful again, like, like in the top half of the pack. Um, and he's just very good around the greens. So like just looking at the value, like Carlos Ortiz is a good pick for one, one of your lower guys this week. Um, hopefully he could make the cut and do well. All right. And, and then last pick. Oh, wait. Yeah. You have one. You, you already went twice, didn't you? No, I was, oh, no, I was, I, I was gonna bring something up just in junk because I thought we were done. But once again, okay. I messed up the snake trap. Yeah, you, you were so close this time. So, so close. close. Yeah, I was so close. <laughs> but uh, I'll go with uh, Bryson DeChambeau at seventy nine hundred. Uh, made four or six cuts on tour this year. He finished like Finau T fifteen last year at Genesis. Uh, he's third in the field in driving distance and tenth in strokes gained ball striking. As Jake mentioned, those are two very important stats. And you've seen him recently. He he beefed up in the offseason. He looks like a completely new person. Uh, he's still still that sciencey approach uh, that everyone either loves or hate, hates. But uh, he played well here last year, and he loves Tiger, and the Tiger loves him. So he probably wants to impress the uh, boss man over there. So I think I think it did pretty well for his first salary. I think that's a good. I think that's a good value. As long as he doesn't get put on the clock. Yeah, exactly. If he, if he gets sure. on the pub clock, he'll, he'll be rattled, and you'll see him like maybe complain about. It. I don't know, but yeah, it should something be fine. that's like you know, no, no, like noteworthy is obviously Tiger playing this tournament. And I saw a clip of him 
earlier today that he said, like, about this tournament. He's never won it. He needs to get off the tonight and win one. And those are some words that, like, when Tiger Woods says he wants to win a tournament, like, he wants to you win. better watch out. Yeah. You better watch out because he, he, he might just go out and do it. Right. I think he's he's he, he's going to be dangerous this weekend, to say the least. I, I, don't, I don't know if he'll win. I think he's like a lock to contend. Because mm-hmm. I feel like just with that, he's like he almost has like the mama mentality, but for but the tiger mentality. Like know, if he, he says he, he wants to win does. something, if he says he's gonna win, or not, he's not gonna win it, but like he might. Right. I just want to yeah. say too. I just, I just noticed this on. Uh, I was looking at the salaries for DraftKings. Uh, Justin Rose is eighty five hundred. Yeah, I feel like that's really low. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's really low. I feel like that's really low. I don't know. I, I guess I haven't... I don't know if he's been playing that well. I haven't, like, really looked into it that much. But I literally just noticed that. He's 8,500. And I, just, I was... So, if you're looking for one more person to fill your lap around that salary, maybe, like, that value, a guy that good, could be... Could be a, I wonder good. how... It'd be interesting. I mean, we could probably post something uh, when, we, when we dig deeper into it. But I wonder if you could go, like one of the top guys like Tiger and everything and then go Justin Rose and see what you can get there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, feel like, I think you can definitely like get like Carlos Ortiz, maybe even DeChambeau or something like that. Like you could definitely do that. Interesting. I mean, just just another guy that I'm looking at like out here. Like Colin Morikawa has been like on fire this year. He's made every he's like cut that he's played in, and he's like 8100. Like and every yeah. every time I see him in the field, like I single him out cuz he's been playing so well. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like another guy to like watch out for this week. Definitely. And the more I like think about it, the more I like my like um, Cameron Champ pick. I never mentioned his value, seventy four hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm just, just it's just a matter of how he's gonna put this as week. we go. Yeah. So look, look at this. You have Tiger Woods, Justin, Ro- or yeah, Justin Rose, and Colin Morikawa in your lineup. You still have. Um, an average remaining salary of seven point six thousand, and so that means if you put in Champ, you got seventy eight hundred uh, for two more golfers. I feel like I feel like that's you got to make money with that lineup. You do. You definitely do. This is honestly I can't even like fathom what i'm seeing right now all four of those guys in the same lineup and you still have so much money to work with well it's just because it's just because of the guys at the top like you have rory john rom justin thomas and tiger like at the top like over ten thousand. but that's with tiger in it yeah yeah i know i'm just saying it's just the guys at the top you have to depend on tiger to do very well also it's just a it's a smaller it's like a different field this week so like there's a lot of room to play with like at at 50,000 you could have an average salary of 8,300 for all your players like that's what gets you to 50,000 like you could just pick a bunch of those guys and like yeah but you like well well, yeah obviously yeah yeah. like that's it's it's very important obviously i just think it's a big value week no it definitely is like yeah like you said like rose and champ and morikawa this past week the the top 10 was littered with like pretty big names and then you had nick taylor win that's what i was about to (laughs) that's the other thing i was about to say like when there's a field like this i feel like there's always like some rando that just goes out and like 
plays really well and like ends up winning. Like mm, crazy. I can see that. Like just imagine if like Siwoo Kim just like won this week. I uh, well he's been playing terrible, so I wouldn't. He's like six. I would doubt. Siwoo, I'm pretty sure Siwoo Kim came in like second last year too. So <laughs> really, Jesus Christ! He, did, he came in. He came in third. He came in third. Okay, yeah, so, so watch out. 6,100. Probably win, probably win now that I said that. Like, yeah. No, he's so bad recently. He's, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, with somebody else, like, he's, he's been playing awfully. Every week, we'll, I'm just going to we'll throw out a name we'll, like that. We'll, we'll, we will revisit this on uh, next episode when Siwoo Kim win, wins. We'll be, uh, <laughs> We'll be bragging by saying, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, we're saying that we picked him, yeah. <laughs> you can dance on if he wins, so <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna yeah. start doing that. I'm gonna start throwing a name out like after we made our picks. I'm just gonna start throwing a random name out. Like, I'm just gonna look through the lineup and like pick a you random name and be like, you know what, watch out for Brian Gay this week. You know, you never know. I'm gonna say, not gonna like, I don't like, I think like Fino, like my guy picks Fino and uh, Dishambo do really well, but I think. Like if I had to pick a like straight up winner, I'd probably like honestly I'd probably pick Cantlay. I feel like Cantlay is just gonna come out and win. I mean, hey, watch out for Matt Every. <laughs> Matt Every. <laughs> oh wow, he recorded an eighty on the final round of the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Oh yeah, watch out <laughs> did, for Matt Every. <laughs> did some Am shoot better than him? <laughs> probably. He did. went seventy, sixty-six, sixty-eight, eighty. Do you know, I'm Damn. just I, I'm sorry. I just keep looking at this. Dude, Adam Long is six thousand three hundred, and like Adam Long's been making cuts this year. Yeah, there's a lot I mean, of value this week. Kevin Toy's some pretty good value. Not gonna lie. I think yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, some of like based off who we picked, some hopefully some of the guys, top guys, maybe fall through a little bit, leave some room for our guys. Yeah, for sure. So we got. So we got. Uh, have, maybe Nick Taylor could go wire to wire again. He could back to back wire to wire, which is, which is what Pat was wire to wire mean. Uh, wire to wire is when you're leading on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, and then you win the tournament after that on and Sunday. Why, and that is your history lesson. That is your uh, vocab lesson, I guess. Yeah. Wire to wire. Donald. <laughs> Donald. And anyway, uh, yeah. So tune in next week to uh, hear if Siwoo Kim won the Riviera. Um, other than that, I don't have much. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We have a give- giveaway with Amp Caddy. Honestly, forgot to mention that. Uh, you just have to follow us. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us, follow Amp Caddy on Instagram, and tag friends in our post uh, with the Amp Caddy speaker with the giveaway, and you could win a $150 prize of the Amp Caddy. So, other than that, next week on the Pin High Podcast. Peace.